Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. And thank you for listening, downloading, and subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. Check it. On this particular podcast, got a special interview for you. It's my man, Richard Dix. He is a husband, a father, a businessman, an entrepreneur. And he has a new clothing line out called Forever Hip Hop. So we're going to talk about the clothing line. We're going to talk about life and we'll talk a little hip hop as well. So sit back, relax, get your popcorn ready. Let's drop the theme music and we'll get the podcast jumping. Let's get it. Welcome back. As I mentioned at the top, man, I got a special co-host, man. Uh, this man, uh, I, we actually go back. We go way back. We go back like uh, uh, <laughs> fat crayons and car seats. <laughs> uh, this this young man is, is a father. He's a husband. Uh, he's a scholar. Uh, he's a businessman and an entrepreneur. Um, without further, and he's also a a, a writer and a published author as well. Can't forget that. Uh, so without further ado, the CEO, uh, my man, Rich Diggs. Rich, what's up, man? What's going on, man? What's happening? How you doing this evening? Man, doing great, man. Glad to have you on. Glad to have you on. What's, what's, been, what's been happening? Man, nothing much. Just, you know, just uh, staying with the corporate grind, man. True. Trying to do brand. Trying to raise kids. True indeed. True indeed. You know, I had to carve out a new path for my. Uh, I'll be fifty this year. So wow. Facing the big five zero, haven't even really been able to enjoy being forty nine. I'm so. <laughs> you know, just really trying to define who I'm going to be. Mm-hmm. Coming decade. True. True indeed. And that, and you turn fifty in December, right? Yes, sir. Sags in the house. <laughs> Yo, man, it, it, it is it is uh, indeed a pleasure. Like I said, we go way back for the, for those of you listening. Um, I met this brother uh, virtually um, many years ago. I want to say maybe like two, 2007, 2008, uh, as many yeah, of you know. Yeah, some, okay, 2007, okay, yeah, many of you know uh, I, I, had a, I have a blog. I don't really write on the blog as much as I used to. But um, we, we, we connected via our blogs back in the day. He had a blog called The Rich House, uh, which is very popular, very deep blog. Uh, and this guy went on to publish books. Um, and uh, we finally met, finally actually, phys- we, we actually physically met when he came down to Atlanta uh, for a conference. And um, then I went up to St. Louis a couple of years ago, hung out with him too, man. So this, this cat, we, like I said, we, we go way back, man. Um, so for the people listening, man, before we start talking about your your entrepreneurial effort, um, tell us, uh, tell, tell the folks a little bit about yourself. I mean, well, uh, professionally, I'm a, I've been in IT for God, over 20 something years now, mm-hmm. but I always been what I like to call a runaway slave. <laughs> I never like, you know, for, for the early part of my professional career, it was always two, three years that I'm out, you know? Mm-hmm. I always had that entrepreneurial bug, so I would always want to 
you know, I always had my hand on on a project, and I was like, man, I, you know, I just didn't want to sit too long. But as I got older, I settled down. You know, I have a family. I got I have four girls, one boy. Mm-hmm. So being being responsible for other people's lives, you kind of have to really evaluate and determine, you know, what what the right moves are. So you know, I just decided that you know, chasing my dream in that manner wasn't going to be suitable for, you know, for a family environment. Mm-hmm. So kind of dialed it back. And um, and that's kind of how I, how writing found me. That's Yeah, I'll put it that way. Writing found me because I was in that space of just trying to figure out what it was I was going to do. I, I was always the guy who had, a, I always had some type of project going on. Mm-hmm. I was always chasing type of idea like I say or a business idea and at the time I was back in corporate America this is about 2006 2007 and I just was restless once again and you know but I had made up my mind that I was gonna settle in for the long haul and uh, it was right around that time that writing kind of found me I ran back into an old friend who uh, was a published author she had a blog and you know, I would spend some time on her blog, and then I was like, man, I could do this. I, mm-hmm. You know, I writing, and I was like, man, you know, I always kind of like to write, but I never really given it much thought. So um, so I started doing it, man. I just really enjoyed it. And so um, that's how I grew into the writing side, just kind of getting more into my creative side. But, you know, um, other than that, man, I've just always been a guy who's had a lot of ideas, um, and I always was willing to just explore them, you know, maybe not. Sometimes I don't think I maybe explore them as long as I should, mm-hmm. you know, I might may have cut off some of my potential, but you know, now, like I said, as I'm getting older, man, I'm making, I mean, I've been evaluating my life and just trying to decide, you know, what that, what the next, next course of action is. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Hey, that makes sense. Sometimes you have to have that self-evaluation as far as where you want to go. Um, now, I, for, I forgot to, uh, to let the listeners know that you, you, you're you from St. Louis. Uh, no. Live, I'm, excuse me, not from St. Louis. You live in St. Louis. Tell the people where you're from. I'm originally from Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, Duval. Duval in the house. That's right. I still, my oldest daughter still lives there. I got cousins who live there. You know, uh, a lot of my older relatives have passed on. I've got family all throughout central florida south florida Uh, my sister lives in jacksonville um but then i ended up in atlanta back in like 91 92 there and uh started working for enterprise rent a car back then and uh their corporate headquarters is here in st louis i took a position here and this is where I met my wife, and then now it's been about 23 years that I've been here. Okay, okay, okay. So, yeah, so St. Louis. Uh, so, you, one of the reasons why I had you on is, uh, as I mentioned at the top, you're an entrepreneur. So, you, you went from the, and still are in the corporate America, but there's a, there's a new entrepreneurial spirit that has awakened. And one of the things that I know about cats from, at least, the, and it's only a handful of people that I know you know, that either live or from St. Louis, but everybody that I know from St. Louis, male or female, got a hustle. Like they got <laughs> one hustle going over here. They got another hustle going over there. Uh, hmm. and, and and you are doing just that. So 
forever hip hop, man. Um, Interesting. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it is. I mean, because I guess it, it always it feels so lonely when you're doing this type of work, man. Mm-hmm. It feels like by yourself that other people don't really, not that they don't understand. It's just a lot of times you feel like you're on an island. You just feel like you, you know, you're grinding it out when everybody else is kicking it, everybody else is having fun. It's like you're doing the other work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, so forever hip hop. That's the the new site uh, clothing line. Um, tell the people about it, man. Well, forever hip hop is an idea that I came up with. Uh, one of the things, I, like I told you earlier, I always have ideas. Mm-hmm. One thing I've well, not that I hated it. I guess I have to be a little transparent. In some ways, I'm kind of uh, high-minded or bougie as people call it so a lot of times I, I will look down on things but I, I've always had ideas for t-shirts okay. early, I mean I started thinking about this not too long ago and I remember back even when I was around about 16 or 17 was the first time I started having ideas for t-shirts um, there was a guy who lived who had a shop up the street from there was a guy who had a, a shop up the street from me. He had a um, screen printing shop. Okay. And, um, and you know, I started inquiring about how you do screen printing. And, and I was just enamored with the whole concept of how how he did what he did. But, you know, being a kid, coming from, a, uh, I guess you call it a working class, working poor family, I just never had the resources to do it. So... You know, I never followed up on it. And um, then when I got in college, I actually did. You know what? I did some shirts. I, I designed some shirts while I was in college. Back when, um, I don't know if you remember because you guys are a little younger than me. But uh, when Bart's, when the Simpsons first came out, everybody yeah. used to have Bart Simpson t-shirts. You know, that, that say different stuff. I designed some of those ones. And, so. and where did you go to college? I went to University of Florida. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we won't hold that against him. Being, being that I'm a Florida State fan, <laughs> being that I'm a Florida State fan, we're not gonna hold that against him uh, that he went to that school. Oh man, you South Carolina State, you can't be claiming no Florida. State. Hey, let me say so. I went to South Carolina State, but Florida State is my school. That's the school I always watched growing up uh, watching football. You know what though? Um, actually, when I uh, was in high school, I applied to. University of Florida, Florida State, and University of Miami. Mm. And UF was the one who gave me the loop. Wow. So that's, that's I, ain't, hey, I ain't mad at that. Yeah. Gainesville, Gainesville is a beautiful city, though. Yeah, it's nice. It's a nice place. I'm sorry, but go ahead. I'm, so I'm trying to remember where we were. Oh, so anyway, man, I, I've always had a lot of ideas for a lot of things, but T-shirts always would come. Those are things that always come back constantly. Mm-hmm. So I just got to the point where I just really got tired of saying no to the idea. And um, having done other business, I've had a landscaping business. You know, I've done some other like retail businesses on the side. And just having more experience, I was like, you know, I really need something that appeals to a wide audience. And, you know, I was just meditating about it. And um, I just felt like the Lord dropped that on me because... One day I just realized, I was like, man, you know what? I mean, and also being a dad who has kids who like hip-hop, mm-hmm. I was like, man, you know, my my 32-year-old likes hip-hop, my 28-year-old likes hip-hop, 
My 20 year old likes hip hop. My 19 year old likes hip hop. <laughs> my 15 year old likes hip hop. <laughs> no, <laughs> man, you know, I don't think we expected it to be around as long as it has. Right. I, you know, I don't listen to everything, but you know, when I'm taking my son to school, sometimes he'll want to play some music. And some of it I dig, some of it I don't, but you know, that's one of those common ground areas that we have. Mm-hmm. Allows us an opportunity to relate to each other. Allows us an opportunity to have conversation, to kind of make a connection, you know, and to just really be present in each other's lives. So true, indeed. That that makes all the sense in the world. Um, yeah. So yeah. So that that. So now, when we talk about uh, when you got the idea to do Forever Hip Hop. Um, what kind of came into your thought processes? Because I'm I'm pretty sure that you probably had uh, quite a few people saying, you know, Rich, I think you should do that. Uh, but then you probably had some other people that maybe not necessarily didn't see your vision. Did you did you did you run in, into any obstacles trying to get this off the ground? Well, I'll tell you. Um, my wife. She was not a, she wasn't in favor of it at first. OK, because again she sees me from a different angle mm-hmm. she sees the intellectual part of me she sees the you know the hustle part of me she sees me when I'm writing she she sees a lot of stuff that other people don't see so she wanted to push me higher she was like you know you waste your time on these t-shirt things you know you need to do something better you need to do something you know you know maybe that related to ministry you know um one there was an idea I had to do a thing called Debt Free Nation, okay, which was to help people get out of debt. And you know, after I evaluated, looked at it from left to right, I just decided not to do it, not in the form that I was thinking of. So, you know, when it came to ideas, she thought I had weightier ideas than this, and she was like, "Why are you wasting your time on that when you're so much smarter than that?" So, but what ended up happening. I, I did a few designs mm-hmm. and for once my kids liked them. Okay. <laughs> That's always good. <laughs> they, never, they never like my stuff. <laughs> you know, they, they give you the nod like, Oh, it's all right. Man. It's okay. But I know even my son, he was like, Oh man, I wear that. And I was like, really? He was like, yeah. Can you get me one of them? And then, you know, and then he was, you know, he wears his stuff around. So I was like, man, I might have some here. And then one of my daughters, she was like, oh, yeah, Dad, I like that. That's really nice. And I was like, oh. And then, um, oddly enough, man, I ran into a guy. This guy was just a stranger. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got to talking about uh, business and entrepreneurship. And and something in me just said, mention it to him. And I got to talking to him. He was a, a guy from Chicago. I got to talking to him. And, you know, he, he loved the idea. Turns out he was a big hip-hop fan. He was like, man, yeah, I just went to a Bruno Mars concert. I went to a Tribe Called Quest concert. I was backstage. And he was like, I got a couple of buddies who are senior vice presidents of record companies. He was like, you should pursue that. He was like, you know, send me some ideas. Maybe I'll see if I can help you get it off the ground. So, you know, starting to get little signs from here and there just kind of made me keep to keep made me keep going. I mean, even now, I haven't done a lot in sales, and you know, in the way of sales, but I think part of that is just timing. Mm-hmm. I didn't get this off until late. So it's not really t-shirt season right now. I need to kind of come out with some uh, hoodies. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I'm just 
taking it one day at a time. So true, true indeed, true indeed. So, so from a from a uh, I guess competitive standpoint, what separates if if I'm trying to sell someone on a Forever Hip Hop T-shirt, what separates Forever Hip Hop from you know the other shirts that they could probably find in the store or you know uh, or online? Well, I think probably the main thing that uh, that pushes Forever Hip Hop is that it speaks directly to the culture. True. Um, you know, the line, the name of it kind of says it says says what it's about. It's like, you know, um, when I w- was thinking about, when I thought about the name, I was like, man, you know, not only has hip-hop been around for over 40 years now, um, you know, it's withstanding the test of time, but you see hip-hop in everything. Hip-hop has, hip-hop has influences television, it influences music, it influences... I mean, it influences education. Like you said, everything. Every genre of the American experience. So it's like, man. I mean, even you think about church, you know. I I kind of was a little squeamish about the name because I was like, people going to think that I'm, you know, um, reverencing hip-hop, you know, like it's a god or something. Mm -hmm. And that's what I was doing. But, I mean, even in church, you've got artists who they want that hip-hop flavor or that hip-hop style and sound in their music so that they can reach reach people in ministry so it's like hip-hop is here to stay so it's like it's not going anywhere so that's why i came up with the, the name forever hip-hop okay 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 so i guess the the obvious question is uh where can people find uh you know the t-shirts and subsequently the hoodies uh for forever hip-hop uh right now we're on a site uh uh, we're using our parent, I guess I'll call it our parent URL. It's forever-hiphop.com but it's on a, uh, we're being hosted by another site, uh, rebler.com and um, actually those are some people I ran into through uh, social media, through Facebook. Uh, okay. You know, me and you, we used to blog before. Okay. Uh, well, this There's a husband and wife team who runs this site and uh, basically, the wife found me through when I was blogging, and she was one of those followers from back then. Wow! And, uh, then we ended up being Facebook friends, and and she put out a, you know, she kind of put a little soft ad out one day, it's like if anybody's looking to make any shirts or anything, you know, check us out. We got a whole our own business, and so you know, I, I started talking to them, checking them out because I had used some other some different other vendors and. But when I got with them, you know, it was a one-stop shop. They uh, they allowed me to kind of do my thing. They handle, you know, once we get the designs down, they handle the shipping. You know, they handle all the back office stuff for me. Okay. You know, so it just was a win-win. And for someone who purchases a shirt online, how long does it normally take for them to get it? it let, assuming that they're ordering, you know, here within the uh, continental United States. Um, typically you order, they'll start, they'll, they'll process your order within about three business days. Okay. Okay. Is what they've always promised me is like, you know, we'll get the order out within three business days. So, you know, if it's a Friday, you might not get it out till Tuesday, but you know, on a Monday, it'll probably be going out the door by Wednesday, Thursday at the latest. But, uh, they've been true to their word. They do great work. And, uh, you know, actually I couldn't probably probably wouldn't be able to do this without them you know considering all of my family requirements my, my, my 
have requirements made, my obligations to my family financially. Right. You know, if it wasn't for the um, the format in which they do business, I wouldn't be. It's kind of like on demand um, printing. Mm-hmm. So with that business model, it kind of allowed me to, you know, to present an entire line without, you know, really having to hit my pocket real hard and so, carry a lot. So uh, another question I know that a lot of that a lot of people have, you know, particularly and obviously, you know, Forever Hip Hop is something that's just starting this year here in uh, 2017 at the time of this recording. Um, but a lot of people, you know, they always wonder, well, you know, how do you get started and, and, and the obstacles and things of that nature? Is there anything that you would like to, I guess, and because the cool part about it is, you know, while this is a new venture for you because you've already been in different forms of entrepreneurship, uh, you've seen a lot and you've experienced a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh if there's someone out there listening who maybe wants to get a business off the ground and doesn't really know kind of like how to start or where to start, what, what advice would you impart to them? Um, I would say the biggest thing now is studying new business models. Okay. I mean, in the past, everything was brick and mortar. You know, you'd have to find a store, probably invest a lot of money, get people to come, you know, be in a good location. Now everything is so virtual. It's just a different, it's, it's a different animal. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, people are exercising the power of their following. You know, you got to learn how to build a following, learn how to build content. True it's kind of stuff that I don't really want to do. <laughs> it's necessary. In it, this. it is a necessary evil for real. <laughs> evil in this particular climate. So, I think that, I mean, if you're going to reach a wider audience, you, you almost have to embrace it. So mm-hmm. I, first things people have to do is really understand how this Internet marketing animal works. Required mm. to keep it going, mm. you know, but uh, at the same time, I'd also advise people to find people to partner with, man. Mm-hmm. I mean. The days of trying to be the one man band or the one man show are over. You mm. know, like I said, if it wasn't for this this couple that I met, I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing. I mean, even even being on your podcast, you know, this is a part of partnering. You know, mm-hmm. you know, reaching out to other people who have platforms. You know, finding mutually beneficial ways to support each other. Oh, no question. Yeah. No question. Um, man, that, that you, you hit the nail on it. And I know that's, that's going to be some great information for someone. Um, so with this, with the site being called forever hip hop, I would be remiss if I did not ask you some things about hip hop before we get up, get up out of here. So now you mentioned that you, you, you're turning 50. So I'm pretty sure you're not bumping a little Uzi vert right now. (laughs) uh, I've heard of him, but I don't know his music. Hey, same (laughs) here <laughs> i could hey i couldn't tell you who that dude was if he walked past me on the street right now i know of his name i know of his music but i've never heard a song before i only know because i got kids um so so i gotta ask you man if i'm gonna put you on the spot okay lyrically your top five mcs of all time just lyrically not you ain't we just talking lyrics we ain't talking Lyric- impact and nothing. Yeah, lyrically, if you if you had to come uh, up, if you had to come up with a top five, who you putting in your top five? 
lyrically top five of all time. I mean, as much as I, I won't say I don't like this cat. Top five, you got to put Wayne in there. Okay. Wow. That brother is a killer when it comes to metaphors. I mean, he just some of the stuff he puts together is just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not necessarily a fan of some of the content of his music, but right. lyric, he's second to none. Um, man, you got to go. You got to put Pac in there. Okay. You got to put Pac in there. This is just, you know, you can't have a top five without either one of those brothers in there. I mean, they their catalog stands for Okay, itself. so you said Wayne and Pac and who else? Wayne, Pac, Biggie. Okay, was well, he Biggie? Uh, okay. Jay-Z. Okay, Jigga Man. And you know what? It's funny. Reluctantly, I didn't like Jay-Z at first. <laughs> and a lot of people didn't. <laughs> I didn't really start following Jay-Z until probably the late 90s, early 2000s. Okay. Yeah, I just, I didn't, you know, he didn't rhyme like, his. he rhymes off beat. Mm-hmm. He's never. He's not always on the beat, so it took me a while to get used to his style. Yeah, he's, he's so, got different. He got multiple patterns <laughs> and very, very. Uh, he, he uses a lot of double entendres. Yeah, he forces you to listen to his lyrics, exactly. as opposed to the instrumentation, exactly. That's behind the music. So that's how I actually got to start start liking him is because I was forced to listen to the lyrics. So, so who do we have now? We got. All right, so you got Wayne, you got Pac, you got Biggie and Jay Z. So you got one more. Got one more all time underrated Andre 3000. Okay, three stacks. I think, I mean, he doesn't even put out enough music, man. Right. But you listen to some of the stuff, man, he's way ahead of his time. Three stacks is cold. Um, Just the way that he puts the music together, the way he stacks lyrics. I mean, the people who did their production, man, it was like it's, their music was way ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. You start their old stuff right now, and you'd be like, "Man, wow!" Um, I'm, I'm gonna have to add one more brother. Go ahead, um, Rakim. Oh, oh yeah, you got it. Got to have a god on there. I never really appreciated his lyricism until I got older, mm-hmm. because I just rock to the beats. You know, mm-hmm. I wasn't really listening to what he was saying. Now that I'm older, if I when I listen to his music, I really hear, you know, the relevance of what he was saying. True, true indeed. Uh let me see. One one last one last about question. Uh you're you're on a stranded island and you can only take three hip hop albums. Which three albums <laughs> are you taking? Man, I'm taking Ooh. You, you take you, you taking Poison Clan? No. <laughs> <laughs> only three hip hop albums I can take. Yeah, only three you can take. Uh, man, I can't even remember the name of, it, but I'm taking one. Of, I'm taking Kanye's early album. Okay, so uh, College Dropout. Yeah, I'm taking College Dropout. Okay, I'm taking Dope album too. I'm taking man, only three. Mm-hmm. Just three. You're stranded. You can only so. So this is what you got to listen to. I'm taking Jay-Z's live album. Okay, okay. Unplug his unplug. Unplug yeah, that joint still I'm goes taking, hard. I'm taking the unplugged album. And for the third one, I'd actually probably take some comment. Okay. Okay. Yeah, the one that has the Nina Simone uh cut on it. 
I don't even remember the name of the album, but yeah, I'd probably take that. Okay. And that's yeah, that. It has a song called Misunderstood on it by where he sampled some Nina Simone. Yeah, um oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Um I think that was I wanna say that's the B album, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I'll, I'm sure I'll figure it out as soon as we get as soon as we get off this podcast. Um, so yeah, man, that's 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 great. And the cool thing about the Jay Z Unplugged is that he he's got a little bit of everything from like he's got some of his old stuff and some of his new stuff on that particular Unplugged album. So okay, okay, so so yeah, you you passed the test, man. I mean, not that I needed to test you, but you, know. <laughs> you passed the test. So. Before we get out of here, man, Rich, tell the people once again where they can find the merchandise. Uh, I will be uh, remiss if I did not tell you I have some of the T-shirts, man. Um, I'll have them up on my site. Uh, the T-shirts look great, and they feel great, and they fit great, and uh, really good material, man. And I really, even though we're headed into the, because um, I'm a T-shirt guy, so like I, you know, some people don't wear T-shirts and stuff in in the winter time and stuff. I'll wear a T-shirt in the winter time. Um, they, they fit good and they, and they they feel good so and, and they look good so I, I'm I'm gonna rock them regardless and one of the cool things about it is is that like I had on one the other day is for people to see your shirt and they say yo man where you get that shirt from <laughs> so tell the people one more time where they can find the, uh, the material at you can get it from forever hiphop.com that'll take you straight to the site um, probably within the next couple of weeks, no later than the beginning of uh, November, we'll, we will have some hoodies available for mm-hmm. you for those who want hoodies. Um, but get your shirts. I might even run a sale, you know, toward the end of this month to just kind of help let people go ahead and, and grab some merchandise on the low. And, uh, you know, just check us out. Give us a shot, man. Like you said, that well, that's one of the things I really like about the 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 line is that the clothing feels good on it me. does it really does it's really really soft material so like i said again i wouldn't you know without the couple that i um uh, uh ayana and now nah, see now you're making me forget me because <laughs> i'm because i'm live <laughs> ayana aaron and ayana porter okay couple that uh that you know that helps me with this line and and they pick all the, you know, they recommend all the best, you know, the shirts are like, hey, these are the ones we recommend. And they had, like I said, they haven't led me wrong at all. Mm-hmm. It's great material. Their work is good. And, and I'm really satisfied with it all. Oh, and one other question. Like, I know, like, I have a shirt that says uh, Forever Hip Hop Atlanta. Uh, so people can get, so there are different cities that, are, I know I saw one on the site that says St. Louis. Um, so they have different cities or whatever. So you can kind of rep your city. Yeah, well, I right now I have uh, St. Louis, New York, Atlanta. Um, St. Louis, Atlanta, New York. Oh, I got Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do a Duval. I got to do a Duval. <laughs> of course. I'm just trying to land on some colors. I didn't know if I want. I'm mad at the NFL right now, you know, with all this Colin Kaepernick stuff. True, so, true. I don't want to do the Jaguar colors, but I might end up doing that for a simplicity's sake because that's how i kind of did with the other one that would be dope though the st louis one is um has the cardinals colors because this, this is a baseball town oh no there. question no question yeah. i mean personally i think it, it sucks that, that you don't have a football team there but that's a that's another story for another day yeah in atlanta you know have to kick the red and black mm, red and black peep that right and so 
and I kind of did that with other cities. Chicago, I have a Chicago one. I, the Bulls, the red and black and white for the Bulls. Now the Lakers, I just kind of—I mean, Los Angeles, I just kind of did a different, uh, different style altogether. I didn't kind of pattern it behind a team. I just put together a couple colors that I that I really liked. So, um, but yeah, we're going to be coming out with different cities. I'm thinking about doing something for Houston. Um, again, like I said, Duval for sure. And ultimately, as the line grows, we're going to just—I might do a contest and ask people what's the next city we should bring out. You know, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, we'll just go from there, man. Just have a little fun with it. No doubt. No doubt. Well, there you have it, folks. My man, Richard Dix in the building. Uh, You heard it, man. Uh, Forever Hip Hop. Make sure that you go to the site. Check it out. Uh, If you like what you see, cop something. Cop something. And, and, you know, especially with the holidays coming up, buy something for your daddy or your uncle or or your girlfriend. That's why Uh, I'm going to run a little special. So especially around the holidays, I'm going to run a little special. Okay. You know, throw some stuff in some gift bags or whatever. There you go. There you go. Hey, well, as always, folks, definitely appreciate you guys for checking us out. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Once again, for my man, Richard Dix, I'm your host, 12 Kyle. We'll catch you guys next time. Peace. All right. Peace.